You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. I'm Adam Rosen, and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. This is episode 71. So today I want to talk to you um, a little bit about travel programs. So, you know, years ago, people started to hear about, um, you know, travel medicine, where people were traveling to foreign countries to have procedures and operations. And, you know, I, I think it's an unfortunate thing, because you know, I, I truly believe that in the United States, we have some of, you know, the best health care, uh, except the system is broken, you know, so there's no reason, and you've heard me talk about this before, for people to go bankrupt um, because they got sick or had an injury, you know, and if people need a surgery and even with insurance, they can't afford it because the prices are astronomically higher than they should be um, in this country, they've gone elsewhere. And you know, some places do it well and people do great, but occasionally, you know, people went somewhere because it was cheap and it wasn't good and they had complications and now came home and, you know, now they're worse off because they've had a complication from this procedure and now the treatment for these complications is even more than it would have cost them if they had the procedure done in the United States or at worse, you know, here are these horror stories of people dying, you know, from complications Things have changed. Um, so where I am, um, the institution that I work at, years ago um, got involved with a few companies, and I take care of a lot of these patients now. So this is a travel program within the United States, and it is based on um, a company, a third party, who um, has contracts or deals with um, other big employers and what they do is then they arrange to have these patients that work for and have insurance through these employers to places around the country to have surgery, specifically spine operations, bariatric surgery, hip and knee replacement. And there's a lot of controversy. And, you know, I'm always curious and inquisitive. Um, I think we all should be about everything. So, you know, when this idea first came to me, you know, I, I asked the simple question of, I don't get it. You know, you're a company in America, right? How are you making money? If, if you're going to pay for a patient to fly to some other city, you're going to put them up in a hotel with a significant other or friend or caregiver of some sort, pay for car, travel, food for seven days or more, plus the surgery, and then pay to send them back home to their home market. The assumption there, right, is that it's more expensive than if they just had surgery down the road. Um, and what I learned from research and reading and talking to some of these people is that, um, you know, obviously a hospital is going to create a, a bundle or payment. Hey, you bring this many numbers of patients, you know, we're going to cut the cost. It's just a simple economics, you know, supply and demand. We're going to give you a lower cost um, because of volume. But the bigger thing that I found out was that um, they saved a lot of money 
for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, they saved money because they weren't paying for surgeries that were not indicated or warranted. So what happens in a lot of these big centers, and these are centers of excellence, and it was, it was quite extensive. I mean, they came and they looked at all of our data, you know, numbers, volumes, how many years doctors have been there, complication rates, length of stay, you know, the procedures, all, all of those things. They really looked at the numbers and the metrics and visited the hospital, and they picked out around the country these places that were considered centers of excellence. And, but what they found was that a lot of doctors would look at the charts and the records and decide, you know what, surgery is not indicated in this case. You know, maybe this patient needs more conservative care or less invasive procedures like injections. So number one, the company saved, you know, patients an unnecessary surgery and they saved the employer money for a surgery that was probably not indicated, number one. Um, Number two, they saved money because if you went to a center of excellence where Based on data, you know, it would show that the outcomes were better. Um, Lower length of stays in the hospital, lower complication rates. Um, If you're the person paying for the complication and you can send patients elsewhere and there's less complications, you pay less because you're not paying for complications. The third thing which was interesting was that a lot of these patients were recovering better, quicker, faster and getting back to work quicker. So if you're the employer, you know, and you're paying disability or you're paying extra people to work overtime to cover someone's missed shifts and someone does not get back to work on the scheduled time frame, that's a problem. Um, so if you can get people better, quicker, faster, um, and back to work quicker with less complications, um, then it becomes a win-win for the employer, a win-win for this third-party company. Um, Most importantly, it becomes a win for the patient um, because they do better, quicker, faster. Uh, But, you know, I did some more digging, right? So I'm like, wait a second, where where does all this come from? So there's actually some articles in in the papers, and you can find these. Um, And it looked at some of these big employers, and what they found is that in some of the home markets, you know, they looked into and they found, hey, you know, like, this doctor or that doctor is great, you know, but this doctor has a higher complication rate or the patients don't do so well or they don't get back to work and maybe they're in the same group or they work at the same hospital. So they were trying to cherry pick. It looked like who the patients saw in the little networks where they lived. And it sounds like based on reading these articles, um, that a lot of it was, you know, the insurance was saying, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't cherry pick which doctors in town see your patients. So it looks like these companies then decided, hey, okay, if we can't pick who we want in the market, we're just going to take them elsewhere and send them elsewhere. Um, and, and again, it's good and it's bad, right? Because I've done a lot of talking to these patients that I've taken care of. And, and I'll tell you, the patients that I've seen are some of the worst of the worst arthritis. And they're, you know, some of the nicest patients and the most grateful patients. You know, and, you know, they're getting this concierge treatment. They're getting flown out you know, in my area, you know, but they can go to different places around the country, put up in a hotel, um, you know, along with a a travel companion, food, and, you know, they meet us. Um, But for me, nothing's changed, right? So that's the important thing is that whether or not you live down the street or whether or not you live in another state, you know, I am looking at the same data. I'm looking at the same risk factors. I'm looking at the same labs. I'm looking for the same information. You know, the only difference is I can't examine you until you show up. So if you get here and something's off, your surgery may be canceled. You know, it's happened rarely because we do 
cross every T and dot every I. But if you're traveling out to see me or someone like me somewhere else in the country, you know, just know that they're going to have looked at your x-rays and other scans and images. They're going to have looked through all of your charts and records for your filled out questionnaire, doctor's notes, orders. They've looked at all of your labs. We've gotten all of the clearances and we've made sure that you're as optimized as possible for the surgery. But again, the final decision is until you get an exam because, you know, you, you have to have that component. Now, the issues um, are good and bad in certain markets that I've seen because I've taken care of people that have come from markets where, you know, there's a local general orthopedist that does a little bit of everything. And that orthopedic surgeon has told these patients, you know what, I think it's great. You know, I do five or 10 of these a year. These guys do hundreds. I'm sure you're in much better hands there. And I'm happy to see you when you come back for follow-up. And I think that's great. Um, and I really do my best, you know, with all my patients all the time, but even, you know, for patients that are going back to a home market, you know, really, you know, sending them back with a whole treatment plan for both their sake, but their therapist's sake and their doctor's sake, Hey, this is what we put in. This is what we did. This is the pain regimen. This is the therapy regimen. These are all the things that, you know, we want you to know in the hopes that I can, you know, take care of the patient, just like if they were down the street, but also educate the doctor. This is what I do. You know, these are our protocols at our high volume center. You know, the other issue comes up is that some of the patients come from really high volume centers. And, you know, there's some docs, you know, that I, I know them or recognize the name and they're great surgeons. And, and I'm sure, I don't know what they feel, but I'm sure if I was them and taking care of a patient and they were told by their insurance company they got to go to another area, you know, there's a little animosity there. And this is the unfortunate thing I've heard from some doctors. You know, they look at these travel programs and they give it a bad rap. And I've told all my patients in the way the program works, hey, if you have a problem or a complication, when you leave here, you're not not our patient anymore. I still take care of you, even though you live hundreds or thousands of miles away. So if there's a problem, you call. And if there's an issue, you can send a picture or a video. We can do a video conference. So, so there's lots of ways that we can take care of them. We get routine x-rays that are sent in. And if there's a complication, you know, if you're medically stable, come back. We take care of it. You know, but I have heard stories of programs like this where doctors in town take care of a patient. Patient's told you got to go somewhere else for surgery. They go somewhere else. There's a complication once they're back home. And now the doctor in town's like, wait, I got to take care of this complication. So, you know, I, I get that. I understand. And, and there's definitely going to be some animosity there um, because they feel like they're cleaning up someone else's problem. Um, and they didn't even do the surgery because this patient was sent away. But also you have to put the patient in at the front of the line because, you know, if you're the doctor, you can't be mad at the patient. You know, some of these patients are like, no, you, you know, the insurance says you can have it at home if you want. It's just you got to pay out of pocket or a huge proportion of it. You know, we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, and that's just not doable for the majority of people in the world. You know, you can't shell out thousands of dollars just because you want to stay at home. Um, but I do wish, because I've had a lot of patients that have, had a relationship with a doctor for months or years, and then they haven't found out about this program to the very last minute when the doctor and the patient have decided on surgery in their home network, and then all of a sudden they say, no, it's denied, you have to go elsewhere. So they really feel like they're starting over, the doctor's set up the schedule, they've had a huge you know, um, amount of work, time, and discussion that's gone into preparing for surgery, and it's like pulling the rug out from underneath them. So 
you know, I, I really, you know, I always tell my patients, I hope you find out early in the process so you know and your doctor knows early on that you're coming out to see us. Um, but if you're a patient um, who is in an um, insurance program uh, or works for an employer which has some of these travel um, options, uh, this is just for you. And it may be for, you know, your friend or your family member that may live somewhere else or work somewhere that this is part of that deal. And this just kind of gives you some insight. So, you know, I'm, I'm a doctor, I'm a surgeon, uh, I'm just part of the system. So, um, this is a system that I participate in because our institution has it. So this way, if you're in an area where you have, you know, knee arthritis and you have been deemed a candidate for knee replacement, you know, your information and chart may wind up coming to me through the program, you know, through our clinical care coordinator. And then we get to look at everything and decide for sure, you know, um, and sometimes we do it if it's not cut and dry. Sometimes there's a, you know, a, a group consensus where we have a committee and, hey, you know, this is kind of questionable. You know, they've done this, that, and the other thing. Would you recommend anything else? Or, you know, do, you, do we all feel unanimously they're a patient for surgery? And then when you come out, you know, we go through all the same things we would go for any patient that lives in town. It's all of the same care um, before surgery, during surgery, and after surgery. It's just that for a large portion of the recovery, you're in your home network um, with your own home physical therapist, but we have got you started on that path with our protocols. We even have a a, a virtual online program that we use also for our patients that live both in town and away. So they have access to this um, app on phone, tablet, computer, which gives not only information, but uh, videos and exercises and therapy in conjunction with the hands-on therapy they may get in their home market. So um, just information on if you are part of one of these travel programs, um, some of the ideas and understanding of how these programs developed and where they came from, what they do, uh, and you know, also understand that um, you know, when you come out to see you know, a doctor like me and we care for you and send you home, um, that I always tell all my patients, hey, you know, once you have surgery with me, you know, we're linked in for life, whether or not you move or not. Um, you know, if there's a problem, call me. I may not be able to see you if you live on the other side of the country, um, but at least we can troubleshoot and make a treatment plan to prevent any issues or just answer questions. You know, I have a lot of people that fall and they're concerned because their knee hurts. We get an x-ray, pain gets better in a week, x-rays look fine. You know, it was just a bruise. But, you know, it's nice to have a team that you can reach out to and get the information. Um, but at the end of the day, the goal always is make you feel better, treat your problem, and get you back to living your life, whether or not it's back to work and doing your other activities, traveling and spending time with your family. You know, the whole goal always is try to keep you healthy and try to keep you safe. So thanks again for listening. I'm Adam Rosen. You've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.